Welcome back to another dream catcher floating above your third eye balance on the edge of a nightmare's back. In this week's episode of Dead Men Roll No Crits. This be your GM Patrick here and joining me in crashing through pillowed portals into the realms of pearlescent power are not my four friends, but one single friend in the form of Seth, who plays Hanto. Hey, Seth. I have two issues. Um, yes. <laughs> one, I'm not single. <laughs> You're, sorry, singular. <laughs> and two, dream catchers. Come on, man. Yeah. You no, know, come you on. Put them above your bed and then no. uh, your bed's not a no, scary no, no, place, no, no. right? Uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to find. I'm going to find. There's going to be. <laughs> a pathfinder dream catcher item i'm sure oh geez yeah no i getting it in loot god that's just such a this is such a relic of the 90s like that <laughs> that that neo yeah. hippieism that we were we were kind of doing back then uh i i i was i was reminded of it uh actually as i was driving back to nebraska from texas over the the christmas uh holiday yeah you and, rest uh, stops we went to a rest stop mm-hmm. and there were these massive dream catchers with like eagles on them and like American flags and stuff. And what the heck? they were just, they were just abominations. They were, they were the most hideous, disrespectful things I've ever seen. <laughs> and they were like $35. Oh goodness gracious. <laughs> not even, not even worth a, a fake oh. gift. When, I was about to say, when can I expect mine in the mail? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm not dropping that money. Sorry, Patrick. You get no. <laughs> you get no fake dream catcher. <laughs> oh man, you get two of them or a triple A video game. You know what's what's gonna uh, enrich your life more, or mm. like you know, like six plus indie games, which is probably <laughs> what I would do. You would, wouldn't I you? Would. I absolutely would are too like hoity-toity indie games that are like you know what we can charge a little bit more all right uh th- we are indeed continuing our trend from last week which is some one-on-one episodes i, I think i've i've mentioned them being minisodes but they're just a little shorter because there's only two of us you know mm-hmm. just you and i and <laughs> it's weird if if we just talked for like hours on it without but you know you else. know that of all the people i'm the one that would that would do it well, if we just like continued the story without everyone else and then they just showed back up. No, this is like times where Honto is by himself. <gasps> and and this is in preparation for the end of book three, in preparation for the free captain's regatta. We followed Alaris last week mm-hmm. through Poor Peril as she prepared and, and she learned a little bit about some of the dangers coming. And that's kind of what's that's a little bit of what's gonna happen with Honto here too. Hmm. Yeah, no, I uh, uh, none of us know what's happening in each other's episodes, so like all yeah. of that's going to be a surprise uh, to us. Yeah, well, if you find out information, obviously it's yours to share with folks. But I imagine you guys have some downtime after taking out the treacherous Zarskia and <laughs> dismantling, or you know, helping to break down at least her spiring here in the Perfect shackles. Heist. No problems. (laughs) I mean, results matter. No one's dead on your side. Sure. You did get her out alive. There were many chances for her to, her guards to, you know, spring her, but you stopped that. 
So yeah, you have some downtime, you know, maybe the better part of a week before the the race begins. What do you think Honto is doing in, in downtime here at Port Peril? You know, the, the last extended period of time you spent here, you ended up getting drugged and press ganged into a, a pirate crew. Yeah, I don't think he leaves the ship a whole lot. Um, I mean, like part of his uh, job as the master of arms is to make sure that people on the deck are doing their job. Um, and yeah, his, there, his... there's definitely a, a rotation of like not all the pirates on the ship are allowed to go on shore at the same time. Right. And, and some just stay on on board, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, I, I believe you've not given access to Kalki Tarun, for example. Sure. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, his, his style of, of performing his, his duty as the master of arms is less discipline, disciplinary and more, um, he'll jump in to help when people are struggling and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. that's, that's just generally what he does. I mean, he's, he's a little sore this week, I imagine, because, you know, he got beat up by like oh, yeah. 10 different people. <laughs> at, the, yeah. at the start of the week i mentioned it to rebecca you know alaris got knocked out yeah and you know cuts and things can be magically healed but i don't think that they alleviate pain so i feel like probably you still not. get like you know you, there's no wound here but like there's probably what feels like bruises or mm-hmm. you know a little bit of pangs of, of um your muscles maybe not <laughs> your muscles got to be really confused it's like what i was just severed and yeah. now i'm all of a sudden repaired again it what has to be kind of uncomfortable I, I i think you would probably benefit from an leave yeah unfortunately doesn't exist here doesn't no 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 advil no ibuprofen Mm-mm. this is this is an aside but i don't think i'm ever going to take tylenol again do, do you think if they made tylenol today it would be approved by the fda um seems dangerous they're very serious about not drinking with it and that's all i do <laughs> just, just pound tylenol and, and chug beer i well don't do that yeah exactly <laughs> well i mean if i have to take one of those two things out of the equation I'll take a tylenol out <laughs> no <laughs> anyway yeah none of that here you can uh the the <laughs> The pain reliever of shackles is potent potables. It's uh, is alcohol and yeah. spirits. Um, if you were to leave the ship, where where do you think Honto would go? I mean, you can you don't have to go into the city. There's surrounding um, beaches and and forests and mountains. If you'd like, I'm I mean, sure, I think Cat or Candoso probably would do something along those lines. Right. If anything, um, he might revisit the beach. Um, I think it would be just off to the east, right? Where he first approached Mm -hmm. Fort Peril. Yeah, yeah. Get a good view of the sprawling, you know, metropolis. Well, he doesn't care about the town. (laughs) Um, He'd be looking the other direction, back towards his home. Yeah, towards the north, the southern lands, mm-hmm. and maybe you get get to see a little bit of the the far off uh, stormy weather coming 
south from from the the eye of Abendego, where you are planning to sail uh, around mm-hmm. as part of this race. Um, for the most part this week, I feel like Cassius, Candoso, and Laris are, are kind of busy doing some of their own errands in prepping for the race. Is there anything mentally or, or physically that Honto would want to do to prepare for a, a very rigorous time on the ship? I feel like he fully comprehends exactly what it is that's coming. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if if you ask him... Uh, this whole time he's been with this group, um, he's not understood many things about pirates yet. He's still here. So I, I, I think to him, it, he's just going to take it as it comes because it's been serving him so far. Yeah. Maybe you're not the best at sailing no. uh, some of these others, but I think on on a ship where you need you know minimum 20 people running a crew there's always something for even little kids to do you know all the way up to people of your strength to just mm-hmm. like hold lines and, and stuff like that so that makes sense um maybe coming back from from one of these these long walks on the beach uh heading back to your your bunk in, in the officer's quarters what, what do you what do you got do you think you, you sleep in in the in a bed, or are you more of a, a hammock lizard? I don't know that a hammock would really work. Um, you could cut a hole in it, and the tail goes right in. It's perfect. <laughs> no, I mean, like I'm just like just trying to think about the the kind of structure that would be required to support his weight. Cargo um, net, you know, <laughs> a massive, massive net in a corner. So it's a fish net, like not not like like fish net <laughs> stockings, but like an actual like a casting net for catching fish. <laughs> but uh, God, that actually sounds pretty comfy. Does it? Oh, so I was thinking about a, a, a lumpy cargo net. You just throw some blankets on there and <laughs> go bingo. I, I think that's probably more his speed, like some sort of cushioned surface on the floor. Uh, all right. Well, as you are sleeping on your cushion, Yafiel, as you drift off to sleep, the the pull of the Lurgini Pearl of Power kind of calling out to you. Ah. Uh, your head swimming as, as as if you had fallen into water. Perhaps your your limbs weightless on this this bed. That's okay. I have a swim speed, so. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. It's one of my favorite feelings is drifting off to sleep and and just kind of the bed falling away to where, you know, I guess you, you can feel your body still, but you, you feel lighter than there. It's, it's happens kind of right there on the, the cusp of, of running into REM sleep. Well, that's the that, that's the thing for me. I don't really experience that. Like mm. for me, I, I when I when I go into sleep personally, it's like an off switch. Like, like it, I just it, warp through time like there, there's no. Have you ever gone on like a roller coaster or something that like messes with your equilibrium? And then when you go to sleep that night, you're still kind of like off a little bit and you, you feel like a little bit of vertigo or, or that same feeling of like going through the peaks and valleys. What I was going to say is actually like I've experienced something like what you've talked about when I have like a bad fever. 
oh yeah 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 like like uh and, and i like lean back in my my chair and it feels like my body isn't there and i'm just kind of like falling <laughs> like it, well, it's very weird sensation i think that's got to be kind of what accessing this pearl is like sure is it it does feel like you're being taken out of a physical realm and into like a mental one sure you can you can still kind of feel your body but you can realize it's it's not running up against the resistances of like the real world like you know you're swimming through air kind of um as it comes into sharper focus you can see indeed you can sense your body perhaps your muscles that still ache from that fight uh feel the the heat on on your scales um and yeah as as the pearl kind of wafts over you maybe maybe feels the you know its energy kind of like a, you're in a jacuzzi or something kind of feels a little a bit of warmth and a little bit of pressure mm. Um, in this dream state, you hear a far-off voice, not 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 the pearl itself, but a maybe a familiar voice. Um, since you've been able to gain access to this rock, rock, you've had the ability to kind of dream walk through some of your memories, and mm-hmm. you do so now. You know, running from being a young lizard to fighting frogs in the bayou, maybe back to the gladiatorial pits to the the Tidebreaker crew coming together on the the Wormwood. And then all of a sudden you are in in a place where you've you've heard this voice before, the sea cliffs overlooking the the resting place of the old pirate in Mancatcher Cove, where you first found the, the pearl, and you see there Namalia Quintilissa Jundatil. Jundalty. I made this name, Seth, and I can't say it. I the, mean, the Lokatha you know, Queen, right? Princess, who indeed you you rescued there many months ago. But didn't we? We resolved to just call her like Nema or something like Nima. Ne- Nima, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and every time she comes, though, I gotta say her name, her full name once. Yeah, that's that's my penance. <laughs> I'll put it in the, the show notes at some point. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I got to put in the show notes for this episode if you're listening yeah. and really care about the weird names I, I make for characters. It, I mean, she was... I think she was... Yeah, she's in the actual adventure path, but I don't think she has a name. I was like, oh, well, this is obviously a cool character. You know, yeah. uh, the, there's a challenge for you. Um, what? Have people send in a video or, or audio recording of them trying to say the name and well, we people pick the are, best one. People are really much smarter than me, Seth. So I'm sure <laughs> they're going to be able to do it. Nimalia Quintilicia Jundalti. Jundaltai. Uh, anyway, uh, her, you see her fins seem to have grown back. Her, her legs were kind of amputated as a way, but either magically or through the, the grace of natural healing. She looks much healthier, you know, much more, I guess meat on the bone mm-hmm. um, than when she was um, last with you many months ago and mm-hmm. and in this form here she says Hunter it is me Nimalia I've, I've tried to reach you but it seems like you have been screening your magical orb calls I, did, did you let me go to voicemail on your, your magical orb calls uh 
You must have tried to reach me while I was stuck in the spider web. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it, I believe it might be my fault. My connection to the pearl has waned since I left it in your care. Uh, I have been meditating with my soothsayers for the last week, and, and I've tried to visit your dreams. How are you? Are are you well and, and your crew? Uh, as well as can be. Um, the roster has changed some since we last met. Uh, hazards of the sea, I suppose. That is very good to hear. My people and I, we prosper because of you. I I am doing fine. You know, she'll show off a little bit. She's, she's looking fine indeed. Uh, my, my young are all healthy. They grow strong by the day because of, of you. This pod will be strong and wise, and we shall teach them not to rely on the power of, of magics alone. That's probably smart. Yes. They, if they were uh, as, as strong as you, they they might not have, have fallen to the Sahugin. I, I, it wasn't my strength alone. I had help. Yes. I, I've tried to reach out to you the last few nights as I had some time ago a nightmare that has recurred over and over. A prophetic vision that concerns you and your crew. Hmm. Curious. And you lend me here through your dream the power of the pearl I can show you my dream so you will believe me for yourself and you will not have to take my word for it I don't know <laughs> she's, she's like produce the pearl with your mind and, and lend me its power She's like kind of meditating stance, maybe puts her finned uh, claws, fingers together and kind of like reaches out towards you with, with one of them. Is this more of a wisdom thing or an intelligence thing? Because that's a pretty important distinction for me. I think wisdom, right? Sure. Sure. I mean, that's that's good for me. Do you have... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think Arcana is wisdom, right? But I mean, if you want to make a a check to see if you can uh, you know mimic her actions here see if you can kind of feel what what she is doing try to, to uncover this pearl um, let's see here elven skills oh my gosh he does not have much um, <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. can I acrobatics <laughs> I could just do a raw wisdom roll or something like that. Like kick flip the <laughs> pearl in her direction. I'll, I wall jump the pearl into existence. <laughs> oh man, you're scared. Uh, uh, yes. It's not great. It's not I, I think, yeah, I think you start to mimic some of her hand gestures and, and she draws closer to you and like puts them in a, a certain configuration with like mm. a little bit of space between each of your, your hands and, as you close your eyes and concentrate on that, eventually the pearl just kind of shows up between them. You open your eyes and it's, it's right there. Oh, 
and and she'll put her hands like on the outside of yours you know in a a, a focused position mm. and and says uh um dream with me dream dream with me honto and as as you know you kind of think uh of the pearl it begins to like move and and swirl around your your hands and arms um maybe doing like little figure eights a little a ballet in in between you both and yeah before you know it the caves and cliff sides here of Mancatcher cove melt away and almost as if they were made of smoke just kind of like blow past you and hmm. the image uh kind of drifts in of the open ocean uh with with uh, cloudy skies, rain, waves raising up to the height of a, a sailing ship, and indeed uh, coming down sideways, just buckets, buckets of rays. Hazily here, you can see yourself, Honto, frozen in time on the deck of the the Tidebreaker. Um, not you, of course, but some kind of dream version of yourself from the future, a little hazy around the the edges. And you are you're holding down an anchoring line from a loose sail while on the other side there are like four other sailors trying to do the same thing, you know, tying it off to the, the railing and, and holding on for, for dear life. And as the scene here, as you get on the deck, it begins to slowly move forward, kind of in, in slow motion. You're, you're watching this play out. You can see yourself forming words but you can't really hear them as there's a, a a growl from from the heavens from from the sky of uh, a thunderous ripple of, of of a lightning clap kind of cascading down but behind you in in the stream you can hear Namalia's voice regularly and says i i believe i will be there with you in spirit i I could sense you were sailing into great danger. This storm may kill you or, or kill your your friends on the crew. I, I could feel a pain inside you as if you indeed had lost someone you cared a great deal about. Hmm. I think, uh, he kind of takes a, a mental catalog of who he might be upset by the death of and mm -hmm. just 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 out of habit not not to try and figure out any great mystery or anything it's just like when you get hear something like that it's like oh geez uh who, who yeah. do i who do i care about right now yeah you can look around the the ship and, and see a lot of familiar faces you've been sailing with better part of a year and cassius is you know holding on to this massive wheel that you dug up from the brine banshee right. for dear life and maybe a laris up in in the rigging you know trying to trying to hold things down as well and kindoso seems to be summoning some weather magic trying to to battle the storm hmm. um I, I this this is not what i wanted to show you it it was this and she moves the dream forward and the storm continues to rage on it gets worse and you, you in as it speeds up, you can hear Cassius shouting from from the top deck. Um, a few moments later, you know, starboard side, hold on. And 
the tidebreaker completely kind of lurches forward. You hear a horrific crunch as you see parts of the, the ship kind of cracking down the, the middle. Mm. And once more, the dream slows to a crawl, and you see through a flash of lightning on the side of the ship as you look over what's what you've hit, or rather what has hit you as a few feet below the water on that side is the backside of a wide, flat, behemoth creature, truly gargantuan, just about the size of the ship itself. And Namalia says, The beast, it seemed to be waiting for you in the future. Perhaps it meant to target you. Hmm. I, after you re re rescued me, I sought the protection my tribe and I of one of our, our sanctuary realms here in the north. There I asked on the pearl, what is it you know of this, of this magical item? What do I know? Yeah, yes, what, why, what, what is it that you know? What, why do you seek its power? Uh, to restore balance, I think. The, the people who made this, they were in balance with the heavens and, and the, the earth below. They looked to the stars to guide them. They created these, these stones. There's more than this one. Right. They, they made it to better commune with their loved ones and to, to solidify the lands around them and create a prosperous future for their people like I do for mine. Hmm. But a hundred years ago, the world was torn asunder and this great storm came into be. And it, it, not just the storm, though, destroyed this balance, but portals to dark places came with it. Hmm. Creatures like this, monsters of all sizes, who wanted nothing but disorder and chaos pain it, it is our belief in that time that one of them is are those who corrupted the, the Sahugin made them the sea devils they, they were they were today and killed their leaders or made them to fight amongst themselves and made them and and, and monsters like Krillort um and another raised a demon raised arms and 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 destroyed the shores and and took the the people who made these stones and this beast as well came from those dark places and will attack your ship and it is it is indeed one of those great old ones that has lived for for centuries do you think it's because of the pearl i do not no, if it seeks only to destroy that which brings order or if it is seeking power itself. The, the elders of my tribe have heard stories of it sinking ships for a hundred years. Their elders told them the humans called it 
Hirgenzosk. It means that which waits at the world's end. Uh, I worry, indeed, if you are, are are sailing soon, the pearl will attract its attention. Can can you hide it away for a time? Uh, perhaps. Can are are you sailing there now? Is is there a way that you can perhaps stay behind if if your ship must go on? Or can you convince your captain to stay behind? Not, not sail for a time. The captain is... I feel he doesn't take stock in in, in my visions or my dreams. Uh, I know that this event is, is very important to him. I don't understand why, but... All I know is whatever course of action I end up taking or am taken on is the correct one and however it plays out that's how it's supposed to happen but you do have I mean it's going to play out potentially differently because you have a little bit of foresight with these these dream powers and yeah you but are, you are the, able to to see kind of semi-clearly what this creature is why don't we what what is your nature bonus nature is okay um i didn't figure it would apply here but you know uh, frustratingly um, um wise people will tell you that having that foresight uh, means that you will try to avoid it and end up crossing paths with it anyway you're you're the one that causes the disaster oh no there's a 27 on my nature check ah <laughs> well i was gonna i was gonna roll it secretly but oh I, i'm so sorry I, it's okay i'm gonna tell you that is enough <laughs> to know that this i mean it is not a, a demon uh, in any mm. sense this is a form of dragon uh, mm. this is a dragon turtle which they can i mean live centuries long and they just keep growing as they do um hmm. what would you like to know about it perhaps you've you've heard tales before okay uh i mean are they generally hostile um I, i'd say typically no but uh i mean you already know for a fact that this one just seems to have it in for ships right um, i think maybe just like general dragon information you know that they they are at the very least territorial is, is there a special ability or something you'd like to, to ask about uh, defensive offensive <laughs> i mean fighting it is not in his his mind at all um mm-hmm. i think uh He'd be more focused on trying to figure out if there's a way to avoid a conflict with it. Um, perhaps uh, avoiding its territory altogether, but I know Pathfinder doesn't really give you those kind of... It doesn't really give you that kind of information. Well, um, if, if this happens while you're sailing the regatta, mm-hmm. then likely there is not much 
leeway of you know the the path you have to take around the 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 legs of the different islands but so. what if you were to take a wider angle because technically it would take a longer time to do it but if you don't have to fight a dragon turtle you'll probably end up saving time <laughs> well good i mean bad news good news bad news is i mean they're massive yeah and they have a very wide territory uh but okay. you i mean if <laughs> this is not this is not me endorsing this plan you know that perhaps maybe if there were multiple ships around you it might not attack yours maybe it'll attack another ship oh no that doesn't sound like a, a honto thing what if it's a ship that you really don't like it doesn't really have one of those right now i mean like oh, we'll unless see. uh unless what's his name shows up again i, I forget his name it's not important to me so i, I don't think about him <laughs> well if this happens we'll see i honestly forget if there's a chance to skip this, but if this happens, uh, we'll we'll save in reserve that you can recall a piece of information about. Sure, the dragon turtle. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, like, sure, like a special like attack or ability that it has would be useful to know, like, in order to try to maybe avoid it potentially. Yeah. Well, you want me to tell you one right now? Sure. Uh, it has a breath weapon that okay. uh, it blasts a massive fiery steam kind of vent in a 50 foot cone that okay. is enough that would probably knock out lesser crew members if they got hit with it okay stay away from the front but yeah it does fire damage so if, if that is a damage type you're looking for um okay yeah as, as you're examining this um uh Namalia will, you know, maybe give you whatever information that that she has about it, how it takes out ships, and um, is a a fearsome foe that not many a pirate ship can can tussle with. But after a while, she'll let the image of the the tidebreaker kind of drift away, the same smoky version, and the 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 rain and the the clouds as well. And all you're left with is a, a field of stars and a, a calm night ocean around you. And you realize this is her version of of where she is dreaming mm. from, you know, her night sky. And with a gesture, she like materializes the pearl back in front of you, and she'll say, uh, "There, there, there are two more stones like this out there, Honto, a stone of earth and, and one of fire. And with each that you seek, it is possible if they, these creatures are are drawn to it." They will, they will come out in force to to stop you from from gaining them. And if you're not careful, you're going to draw the attention of more beasts of the storm like this, like Hargansosk, from deeper and darker realms of, of the ocean's bottom, where not even my people will go. Nima, was was it your people that had this pearl originally? Um, I believe they found it like a number of years ago mm. uh, from from like a wreck or, or something along those lines. So right, right, they, right. they've been in possession of it, but I will say m- multiple stones. None of the stones are like in original hands, like after they were stolen. They've been right. 
deposit all over the place. So, uh, yeah, you know, he, he just wants to know like if there's a rightful owner that needs to have it returned to them after he's finished finding all of them. Well, no, I mean, the, the rightful owners would be back in the destroyed nation of Lergani. Um, mm. And there's like, I mean, there are Lergani people there, but none of them are living in the destroyed cities. Um, they're like way out in the, the countryside. And there's not many. They've mostly all left that country. Um, I, my my brain took a, a had a weird tangent just then because mm-hmm. I was trying to think of like what a a person from Lirgani would be called and I was like the Lirganian I, was I, like, I don't know if that's I've true or not it written but Lirganese maybe sure 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 but I, then I started wondering I wonder if they have like a national dish called L- Lirgania <laughs> Lirgini Liguini. <laughs> Lirguini. I don't know how I don't know how uh, partial Lirguinese are to, to pasta, but <laughs> uh, yeah, she'll she'll continue on and say like, well, you must keep it secret and keep it safe. There there are also people out there trying to kill your captain. Did did you know that that man of your crew has also drawn the ire of of ancient ones in the sea? For some reason, that doesn't surprise me. And after you killed Quirlort, perhaps you got someone else scared. Maybe they are now gunning for for him and your crew. Regardless, Mm. you you must take care of all of yours because they are all now potentially in in the crosshairs. Crosshairs exist in fantasy, right? Yes. (laughs) In, In the hairs of a cross. I I owe you more than one kindness, more than this warning, Hanto. I I will not stop until I and my people have paid you back, you and your crew, for each of my children's lives. You not only saved me, but uh, you know you put an end to that torturous monster. I I appreciate your help, but it's not expected. Please, please, if there's anything else we can do for you, even if you want our, our aid and searching for those other stones as dangerous as a mission as that seems. Uh, anyway, uh, Don, Don approaches. I, I must go. But know that when you dream, if you need me, I shall be there. Me or my people, Hanto. Uh, farewell and, and good luck with your travels. <laughs> Dream, dream, wake up time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, before before she goes, he, he hopes to. Oh, what? You had something else? Well, he, he <laughs> it indicated that he hopes to, to see her again someday. Literally, all you have to do is dream. Okay. Dream, dream, no. dream, dream. That, That's a song okay, I'm working on, Honto. Too, too perfect. Too That's perfect. We're going to get claimed. Now. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> Uh, as you awake, your scales are dewy, and you're in a similar meditative position. Um, you know, maybe sitting up like half half in bed, mm-hmm. and Rosie Cuswell is is brushing her teeth in the officers' quarters, kind of staring at you through a mirror over her shoulder, and it's mm-hmm. like, are 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 you doing okay there, Chief? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing okay. Were you, were you sleeping? Do, 
Did your kind sleep like that? That doesn't seem very comfortable on the back. Hmm. Not quite. No. Well, get a good night's sleep. We're we're getting ready for the freak captain Dragata. Uh, and indeed, we'll see you sailing well into that in a future episode. As that and the fight or not fight against this giant sea beast serpent is a tale for another time here on Ted Rocks. Ah, of course. Uh, you mean so- we're not fighting it now? <laughs> I mean, you want a solo <laughs> solo bolo? It's possible. It's really, <laughs> gonna be real hard though. <laughs> require a lot of 20s and a lot of 1s uh, on very specific sides of, of, the, uh, of the equation. What's your HP? Uh, uh, well, hold on, hold on. I, I forgot to bump it up, actually. So hold on. Uh, if I, if I roll just average, you might have a couple turns to tussle. <laughs> 125 hit points is, is the magic answer. Actually, yeah, you might have uh, two and a half full turns. <laughs> it's like these things are balanced for four players. If anyway. I If I do... Two turns of key strikes, <laughs> key, key flurries, and and and, and, and and attacks for a total of eight attacks, and they're all crits. Oh boy! Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, that is going to do it for this week's episode. This one-on-one episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Seth, for allowing me to yammer on. This this might be our longest one. We'll see. <laughs> Well, I mean, but, hey, uh, uh, thank you for putting up with me. I was about to say, if so, I, I blame myself as much because I'll no, tangents to you. It's, 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 I'm definitely, I, I think people have dialed in who the problem player is, and it's definitely <laughs> me. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners out there, Patreon subscribers, Freebie Captains, wherever you're listening to this, maybe, maybe, uh, you're listening to this when the podcast is already wrapped up in which case enjoy the rest of it um but yeah uh, everyone that makes the show possible or enjoys it on a weekly basis uh, thank you so much and uh we will catch you next time on dead men run good goodbye you gotta say yar I, I, I mean i'm so uncomfortable i'm like i feel self-conscious